Shut up and sit down. Welcome into Ryan's Rims. How may I help you? Excuse me? Sorry, I was just walking by. I love the display in the window. What is the name? It's Ryan's Rims. Okay, is this a car place? Sure. Oh, so, because I'm concerned, uh, I don't have a car. Okay, well, I'm interested. Okay. In, I'm interested in this establishment. Can you tell me more about how it was begun? Sure. So I had a car. Okay. 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 And I had had a little problem with it, uh-huh. and uh, I took it into a body shop, and um, I they they did a nice job on my bumper. Okay. <laughs> They, they did your bumper right in the body shop. That's right. Did they lube up the bumper at all before they did the work on it? Well, they had to lube it up yeah. when they took it off. Okay. Okay. Yeah. And then, you know, they put they, they made it nice and new and fresh. Oh. It's painted. So is this fresh, a place where it can get... Is it... Creamy is, white. Oh. Yeah. It was a nice white bumper. Okay. So if I'm hearing you correctly, this is a place where I can get my asshole bleached. Uh, nope. This is Ryan's rims. We deal with rims. So I can get a rim job here. Correct. Yep. Okay. No. In the back. I'm looking to get my dick sucked. So I'm going to have to paint you on painted trash. walk out of a store just now but right i i mean i heard a little bit about it girl but you know are you looking to put some new rims on your tire girl all i know is that i just let out a toot that smells like garbage i think that's probably because of your dinner she had some chicken soup for the teenage soul okay i don't know about all that i'm thinking about some fake fucking chicken vegan crap did you ever have to read a teenage oh, yeah. chicken soul? To a chicken soul girl? Chicken. Oh, I, I live for a chicken. And I their souls. Did your parents need to be have, saved? Did your parents make you read those garbage things? No, no, no. So my parents never made me read, but I used to read heavy shit when I was in high school. Like t- Oh, Trudy Chase's t- autobiography called When Rabbit Howls. Well, you know what? We're five minutes in, and I don't even know who you are. Casey! Ooh, she brought her song voice yeah. today. And She's going to sing a song. Yeah. Sing. Sing a song. You know who sang that, girl? Karen Carpenter, She was girl. hungry, girl. <laughs> but she couldn't eat. She would eat, girl. That was a problem. She would eat ice yeah. and air. Yeah. Now, who are you, girl? Girl, I am a four-letter word. And it's an M followed by an A next to an R at the end is a K. That's Mark. Very good, girl. Now, girl, what are you drinking? Poppy. Now, this is not poppy seeds okay. where you might go up into the poppy field and take a nap with the cowardly lion. Okay. This okay. This is just poppy. Okay, but here's my question. When you say poppy, girl, do you talk about some fucking Mexican dick? Ooh. Now. Now you're taking me back. <laughs> I knew okay. I would. You're taking me back. No, I didn't even get the entendre. Okay. Because I like Papi. You know who I really like is Papi Juanco, which is Maluma. Yeah. Okay. Papi Juanco. Papi. But this is spelled like the flower, the P-O-P-P-Y. And it's nice. This is a Chardonnay. Yeah. Now I like P-A-P-I. I do like that. Yeah. Yeah. That's Very nice. good. This is out of... Where is it from, girl? California, girl. Oh. Central Coast. Is it over where we're going to be taking a trip? Yes, girl. That's going to be our fall trip. Poppy. Okay. Now, girl, I have got a surprise for you. Oh. I mentioned it briefly. Oh, yeah. A taste test. Now, she had to go up north. Not too far. Okay. But we had to go up up the street. Yeah, we had to go and see them titties. Oh, yes. And while we were there, we went to a convenience store. And I went in there, and they had a little treat that I'd never seen before from an old stalwart. The Kit Kat family? No, no. Oh. This is a bakery. Okay. Well, I'm actually here for a treat. Now, now who... Okay, here's a question for you. Uh Uh-huh. If you start thinking about sweet treats that you can find in, in boxes that you could add to your lunch... Okay. Who made them? Hostess. Or... Edmonds or Little Debbie. Little Debbie, girl. That's who did it. No, I love that's who did her. It. I love her and her hat. 
Now, I'm not going to tell you what it is. Okay. I'm going to let you tell the kids what it is. Okay? You're going to give me a piece? I'm going to break off a piece of that. Okay. But it ain't a Kit Kat. Do I need to close my eyes when you hand it to me? No. Okay. Tell the kids what it is, girl. Oh, well, it's some sort of a whoopie pie situation. It looks like, you know, your traditional oatmeal cream pie. Now, I think this might be the peanut butter, which I've had. That's a peanut butter, little Debbie... Uh, whoopee. That's a peanut butter cream pie from Little Debbie Girl. Oh, I've had these, and they're good. Really? Is it good? Oh, yeah. Eat, eat a bite. Eat a bite. It's like two peanut butter cookies, oh. soft-baked, with the peanut butter cream in the middle. It's good. Mm. I used to go over the moon for these. Now, I didn't know mm. that the cream was going to be peanut butter, too. Oh, yeah. Little Debbie don't fuck around. <laughs> okay? Little Debbie showed up. For the peanut butter cream pie. She puts on her fucking straw hat with her little freckles. And I believe she has a little ascot. A kind of checkered print ascot. Now, girl, here's a legit question for you. When it boils right down to it, mm-hmm. Lil Debbie doing a good job. She, she's a stalwart and she's never going to give up on bringing treats to the kids. Something sweet for the kids. So she will bring a sweet treat. But the question I have is, do you think the cream in that peanut butter cream pie is real peanut butter and real cream. I'm going to say no to both, but it's real good. <laughs> Lil no. Debbie is known for class. She's is it a- on the level of Vianetta? No. I mean, that's elegance. Lil Debbie is more class. Oh. And Vianetta is elegance and grace. Okay. But you bring that out when the pastor's coming. The Who Vianetta. You- yeah. Who's coming when you bring out the peanut butter cream pie? Your play cousin. You okay, know? your play cousin. Yeah. Okay. Did Not the real play, one. Yeah. But cousins. the fucking play one. Yeah. Play cousins. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Now, girl, what did you do this week? Whoo, girl, it's been a wreck. <laughs> but I will say I reconnected with a friend, an old friend. Oh. Um, on Friday, which was lovely, we had a nice little meal. We broke bread. <laughs> you went. You went ahead and broke bread with yeah. your brethren. But, but <laughs> <laughs> And we, we had a nice little dinner, had myself a nice salad. So you met up with your friends. Met up with my friends. So it was really nice to reconnect. Haven't seen them since the pandemic. Okay. okay so, so they made nice. it through. Thank God. Yeah. God. Didn't go to the tub and actually never even got them. Mm. So basically, Corona. at this point, they're like a unicorn. Yeah, I mean, that's the Corona-19, COVID-19, 19, 2020, 2021, 2021, Delta variant, booster, Omicron, 2020, 2022, Batu. <laughs> I don't think Batu is care- catching on in this country. Uh, it's not yet. Batu. It's not Batu. <laughs> it's coming, though. I've never even heard it outside of you telling me about it. Uh, now, girl, what about your week? It was a wreck. Oh, From same. start to finish, I'm busier than I've ever been. I, I, I've i been invited to things that I can't go to. I'm working my ass off. Okay. But have you done some this. more readings? Uh, no. Have you been offered readings? No, I'm reading. Um, I, I am reading a new film script. I had to cancel a meeting that I had for that um, because I was too busy. But I did have a date night. So that's what I would like to talk about. Oh, I was love a good that. So me and Miss Jeffrey, we went to Bulldog L House, which is one of our little favorite hot spots by the house. It is not far from where you are. And I now, now listen, I used to go there when it was like an Italian restaurant. Oh, and they it have is everything. Yeah. It's like I made the menu because everything on it I love. It's a huge menu. Okay. Flying saucers? No flying saucers, but you know what I had? A fucking country. Get ready for this. Okay. Country fried burger. Okay. All right. I'm let me tell you. Let me tell you the ingredients. You've okay. got your toasted artesian bun. Okay. okay. I don't <laughs> artesian bun, but I'll take an artisan. You've got your burger patty that is fried as a country fried steak would be in okay. crumbs. Okay. okay. So it's breaded. Smothered in oh. sausage gravy. Not smothered, girl. Smothered in sausage now, gravy. Now, what kind of sausage gravy? Are we talking like a good one, like you'd get over a taste of heaven, it's, girl? No, it's like Grandma Ma's country gravy. Okay, okay. Topped <clears throat> with crispy shallots. Now, I don't live for a shallot. I know you don't. But And then served with fries, girl. It did, was did they put everything. What kind of sauce? 
Well, you don't eat the sauce with burger because it's smothered in gravy. But there is a special sauce for the fries. Oh. Which I don't know what it was, but it was delicious. Now, I know you like a truffle fry. I love it. Jeffrey got the truffle fry. And then we went and saw some movie girl. Oh, she did. She went to the theater. We went and saw X. Now, have you seen the trailers for X? Girl? I have, girl. It's what did about, you it's think? About, it's about the kids are going out to the country cottage to shoot the porno movie. Okay, but something's going on. Something happens. Girl, I loved it. Well, it was so fun. Okay. It's a it's horror trash. That's what I that from the from the preview that I saw it looked like horror trash. Now, why trash. do you say trash? Um, it's like a B-movie trash. That's what I mean. Like when you like it's a B-movie horror film. Like it doesn't seem like it's like it's not trying to be The Conjuring. Um, it's certainly not trying to be The Conjuring. I would say it is an homage film to Grindhouse films of the 70s. Okay. Okay. And to me, that's old school, which I think is B-movie. Uh, it is old school-ish, but it's like an homage to something, say, like the Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Would you consider that trash, girl? That movie changed cinema. Uh, um, I actually do think of it as a B-movie. Well, B-movie is different than trash. Okay, B-movie is, to me, B-movies are trash. Uh, you think Rocky Horror Picture Show is trash? I actually couldn't even make it through the film. That can't be true. It is. Then you're trash. Oh, don't paint me on my own show, girl. You're a C-movie. How about that? She does see a movie. Okay? I know. So that's what I did. Other than that, it was all trash. So I can't add any further fun to it, girl. Well, I know one thing we can have fun with, girl, and that's going to be this midsection because the whole world watched the Oscars, girl, and we've got some thoughts about what went down in Hollywood. So we'll be right back with those thoughts. No prayers. Love you. G.I. Jane 2, can't wait to see it. All right? <laughs> 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 this, that, was a, that was a nice one. Okay. I'm out here. Uh-oh. Richard. <laughs> oh, wow. Wow. Will Smith just smacked the shit out of me. Okay, kids. <laughs> so by now you've heard it. And there's that a is... lot to unload. <laughs> well, and maybe not the feel good kind of unload, but we're here and it's the midsection. If you know anything about us here at Painted Trash, we are film aficionados. Oh, yeah. If we're anything, we're, we're an ando. Yeah. Okay. An yeah. aficionado. Yeah, we're aficionados. So. In this midsection, we're going to talk about the Oscars. So before we get to that. And that's what I was going to say. There are a lot of things that happen during these Oscars. And we're not just going to focus on the trash that everybody's going for, which is that low-hanging fruit. Well, we have a lot to say about that. But before we get to that, why don't we talk about some of the better things about the evening girl? What were some of your favorite wins and moments? Okay. Now, on the carpet girl. Oh, yeah. There are a couple of... Lukes. I gotta tell you, I, there wasn't a single. I feel like everyone who attended was firing on all cylinders. I thought everybody was looking right. I mean, there was a lot of good shit happening. Who were some of your favorites? Well, first of all, I know, I know, I'm gonna ask you about this one because I know how I feel. Okay, but I'm gonna ask you, what did you think of Timothy Chalamet? <sighs> Best dressed. One of the best dressed. Okay. That was a bare chest. That made me wet my diaper. And I mean the front part. Oh, she was leaking. Yeah. And not pee. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) She She came correct. She looked great. Yeah. The men were looking good. What about the makeup she was wearing? Love, love, love. Yeah. Love it all. Thought it was good. Thought it was good. Loved everything about it. Yeah. She looked good. Yeah. What about Javier Bardem? Uh, Tim and his wife, Penelope. She Cruz. looked uh, like a million dollars. She, she looked, looked like a... So good. Ah! Yeah. And 
Jeffrey and I watched her film, Parallel Mothers, the night before the Oscars. And let me tell you, that bitch did that. That is a must see. Okay. I'm going to watch it. It's a foreign language film with subtitles. You got to read it. Dubbed. So you got to read that film. And we are watch. not talking about reading it like it's trash. No, because it's not. It was so good. She looked great. Nikki. I, Nikki Kidman looked great. Now, another one on my best She friend. was dripping She jewels. Wasn't she, though? Now, you know who else was dripping? Who? With her ombre? Miss Jessica Chastain. No, she looked like a winner <sighs> of what she was. She was a star. You know, on that runway. You know who my best dressed was? Okay. Cody Smith McPhee Look, girl. Looked good. Looked good. Not my number one. I want the suit. I oh, want yeah. the diamond encrusted whatever was happening at yeah. the, the chain level. The chain between the collar. Yeah. I wanted it all. Now, you know who else I thought was on the best dressed list girl? And frankly, Your towards favorite? the top. Who? What, it was like... If not my favorite, one of my favorite looks. Okay. Who? Kristen Stewart. She said, you know what? They didn't even show her on the red carpet, which I didn't like. They did on E. I watched it. Now, I'm going to tell you. She had on shorts. She had on shorts. She said, I'm not going all that. She said, I know I'm not winning and I'm not dressing up for this. She did dress up. That's just the thing. That's just the thing. I, saw I the think pictures. it was Gucci. I think it was Gucci she was wearing. I'm sure it was expensive. She looked great. I also liked uh, Wesley Snipes in shorts. Yeah, yeah. I liked it. I was there for it. Now, you know who who I live for who was not there but given a look? Who? From home. <laughs> who gave a look from home? Girl? Miss Billy Porter girl. I, I knew she wasn't going to be there. Girl. Yeah, but she turned a look. <laughs> but she wasn't invited. You know who else was not invited? Who? Merle. Merle Streep was nowhere to be seen. She probably didn't want to come. She was ashamed of being in that garbage dump of a film. That's probably I don't know why about all she didn't that. show up. I don't know about all that. I thought everyone looked great. I thought overall, I thought the hosts were stellar. They were fabulous. Now, what I got to tell you, the one thing I was a little bit, I wanted to be a less perform, a little bit less performative. I wanted the three women to have more conversational style rather than presentorial style. Not presentorial, girl. That's a good word. Okay, she made it up and she put it out of air. Yeah, presentorial. Yeah. Write it down. (laughs) And the definition? The definition of presentorial is uh, presenting in a trite way. (laughs) Am I right? If... Um, it's actually, it's the act of presenting. Uh-huh. Okay. Um, in a way. Okay. That, that is, it, it, it turns me off. Oh, just you personally. Yeah. So an act of presenting that turns off Mark. Yeah. Okay. That's the definition of presentation. This trashy bitch turns me off. Okay. Right. But I, I thought I w- they were hilarious. Oh my God. When, okay. Two moments for these people. Yes. When Regina Hall came out to take people back to get their uh, lost COVID tests. That reminded me of something you'd do. Yeah. Yeah. It was everything. It was very funny. It was everything. I liked that. Now, my favorite part was when she told, when she told him to stay in the, the audience because he's with his wife now. Uh-oh. Okay. That was funny. The other one girl, when Amy Schumer came out about the seat filler and she took... That was funny. She took Kirsten Dunst yeah. right up out of her seat and said, bye-bye. Yeah. She wanted Seat that filler. Plemons dick. Yeah. She wanted to sit next to Jesse Plemons. She wanted to rub up on his Plemons. No, Jesse Plemons looked right. They Oh, they looked he so He looked classic. Together. Now, I wasn't loving her dress, I gotta be honest with you. I think it was a cute, like... It's very Kirsten. She's not flashy-smashy, but she's classic. She's a stalwart. She is. There was too much ruffle in it. As far as the winners the go, I was happy about Jessica Chastain. Okay, one. I knew you would. I knew you would. I think that that was the one I got the most excited about. All the rest, I was kind of like, uh, I expected this. There you know? were a lot of expectations. And frankly, she was favored to win. Because of all of her wins leading up to. Who I was very shocked about not winning. And I'm I, frankly, I was very disappointed. And that was Flea. Now, I thought that that gay documentary might bring home three nominations, gold. too. It got nothing. Yeah, it did. Sad. Now, you know, I was living for a lot of firsts. 
There were firsts. Okay, we had a first Afro-Latina woman yes. who is also queer, yes. winning a supporting actress role for the same role, and she even acknowledged the original Oscar winner. Who showed up at 90. Looking in right. In a feather hat. Looking together. Yeah. She looked great. She did, She's 90. She's amazing. Another first, the first deaf male actor to win an Oscar. So now there's a male and a female. Two. Right. Marley Matlin and Troy Kotzer. Kotzer. It was a TT film that won, <laughs> and I have no idea. Okay, are you ready for a stat? This is the first time since the 30s. Oh. And it was the Broadway melody of 1930-whatever. Oh. First film to win Best Picture that was only nominated for three awards. Won all three, though. I know. But it's the first since 1930. Okay, so I guess it's time that we get to... (sighs) Here's my problem. All of what we just talked about, no one talked about the next day and no one has talked about since. Because all they can talk about is the garbage that we played leading into this midsection. Okay, now I'm not going to go that far because I do think that people have tried to circle back. And, and talk about that. The moment that we got Best Supporting Actress from 2021 presenting Troy Kutzer. When she stood beside him and held onto his Oscar and said, I will not be moving out of this shot. I'm going to look at you like I've never loved anyone before in my life. I nearly died. She, she might be my favorite person alive. Oh, so, you can't get away from it, so we it's might everywhere. as well discuss it. Now, let's just get going with the Will Smith situation and the smack heard around the country and the world, basically. Yeah, I mean, it was international. I mean, this was global. Now, when you were watching it, did you think it was real when it happened? When it really, when it happened. Now, for those who missed it, uh, we just replayed the whole thing, so you should know what it's about. But comedian star. Yeah, Chris Rock made a joke about Jada Pinkett Smith's shaved bald head. Maybe. And that's what I want to talk about. So Okay, on the surface, yes. On the surface, yeah. And at first, everybody laughed a little bit. It wasn't an uproarious laughter. Including Will Smith. Including Will Smith. And then something happened. We don't know because it happened off shot or out of shot. Will Smith... Marches his happy ass, I would point out. Walks with a purpose, but he's stepping. On he's stage. Got a, he's, got a, he's got a little a little spring in his step. Yeah. Walks right up to Chris Rock, smacks him quite hard right across the face, turns around with a smirk on his face, and walks away with a smirk on his face, heading back to his seat. And it didn't end there. No, no. And then Chris Rock says, Will Smith just slapped the shit out of me. And Will Smith screamed... Not once, yeah, but twice. Keep my wife's name out of your fucking mouth. Okay, so before we get into anything else, there is a couple of things that I want to say. All right, go for it. Because I didn't believe that it was real when it first happened. I, I thought, thought it was. was a a jo- I thought it was a joke too until the screaming. Yeah, and the cutting out, and then I thought something's going on here. Okay, so some backstory on this. Okay. I have two pieces of backstory. Oh, give us the tea, girl. Now, a lot of people are talking about this beef that they may have had for a long time. Now, one thing that I will tell you is that the Oscars that Chris Rock hosted. 2016. It was the year of Oscars So White. Correct. Which, uh, was kind of spearheaded by Jada Pinkett Smith and Will Smith. And a lot of it in response to Will not being included in the best actor category for his performance in the NFL uh, expose film Concussion. Right. Which they, I guess they forgot was trash. I mean, I guess <laughs> they forgot that part. But anyhow, so Chris Rock made a joke at that Oscars ceremony. At their expense, which said uh, something along the lines of, well, Will and Jada aren't, have refused to come to the ceremony this year because of all the uh, controversy. And then Chris Rock said, which is really strange because they weren't even invited. So that was, and and to me, that was the start of it. To me, that is funny. It was a a funny joke. Yeah, it was. So, a lot of people are... Rooted in truth. Rooted in truth. I mean, and that's what comedy is. 
he was not nominated, and therefore the joke had a double meaning. Yeah, it, some jokes are aimed for the jugular, as that one was. So to get to the current joke, what has since come out was uh, that Jada Pinkett Smith has alopecia, which apparently she has been vocal about. Now, I did not know this. Apparently, it's all over social media for years. I don't know about years. but Two it was, years. Yeah, it was like last year is what I read. She did uh, like a TikTok or some kind of thing where she talked about it. Right. I was not aware of that. So I think that if... Uh, if Casey doesn't know about it, then nobody does. That's it. That's it. So if I don't know about it, I'm not even sure it's real. Just kidding. <laughs> so that is where a lot of people got offense is that it was a joke about a disability, which is alopecia. Okay. Here's my thing. And this is my personal opinion. Okay. So if we are to believe what everyone is talking about, that he's making fun of her alopecia, now we have to believe. To, I'm going to correct you on your speech, girl. What? It's alopecia, not al alopecia. 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 Yeah. Whatever it is. So if, <laughs> so we have to believe that, that Chris Rock's joke yeah. was as simple as Demi Moore shaved her head in G.I. Jane. Jada Pinkett shaved her head because of alopecia. Okay. Now, Chris Rock has since said that he did not know she even had alopecia, which I believe because if I don't know it, I'm sure Chris doesn't. But... Regardless, now, everybody said that they were friends because he appeared on Fresh Prince Bel Air. Well, girl, that was 25 years ago. Now, here's the thing, though. What I think people are missing. Chris Rock has been doing comedy for, what, 20 years? So if we're to believe that, right, we have to believe that a comedian who's been doing comedy for 20 plus years is going to just make a joke about a bald head. Now, could we possibly think, and this is what I truly thought he meant when he made the joke, what is Demi Moore known for? G.I. Jane and Ghost. And Striptease Girl. Oh, I don't remember Striptease. Okay. But she is also known for cheating on Bruce Willis with Ashton Kutcher. Do we not possibly think that the joke he was actually making was comparing her to Demi Moore, who cheated on her husband with a much younger man, much like Jada Pinkett Smith cheated on her husband, Will Smith, with her son, Jaden Smith's best friend, who is 17 years old? Do we not think that is the joke? Doesn't mean that the joke was in good taste, but everyone rushing to he's making fun of her physical disease. I don't know that he was, but even if he was, did he deserve to be assaulted on stage? Well, on on international media, since this all has happened and people have weighed in, there has been quite a controversy about anybody who has some thoughts on the matter. And several of uh, of my friends, yes. Now, I, I didn't post on the social medias about it much. The only thing that I posted was, well, that just happened. Right. And that's all I said. But one of my friends had to scrub his social medias from a few different posts. Right. And uh, was read to filth and told to shut his fucking mouth, quote right. unquote, because he should not be speaking about something he knows nothing about. Now, the first thing I had to say when he told me that that happened, I said, well, how much do they know about it? Are they, are they involved? Are they part of the group? And he said, well, no. And I said, well, then I'll ask them to take a seat. Well, I got to tell you, I have seen similar things, um, kind of have some actual posts that I saw on social media. I'll read them. All okay. day, white people have been centering themselves in this conversation. We really don't care about your perspective or gaze regarding this. There are many different variables and layers that are specific to the black experience and black trauma that white people will never be able to fully understand because they haven't experienced it. So therefore, it would be best for white people to let us figure out how our community feels about this collectively without your inside commentary. Another one that I saw said, I'm here to formally state that white people don't get to address anything about the Will Smith-Chris Rock situation. This doesn't concern you. So I did see a lot of this. Funny how, this is another one, funny how white people suddenly have so much to say about violence and being a man and the patriarchy. So here's the thing. I can understand where a community that I am not a part of would say some of those things. So I try to put myself in those shoes. So what if this was two gay men, you know, and I might want to be like, we're, we're going to figure this out on our, you know, at our own cookout and our own party. 
we don't need your input. I find this one a little different just solely because of where it happened. Very public. Where it happened. And for me, and I can only speak for myself, it isn't about, for me, uh, black or white. It's about Will Smith and his actions. But on the flip side, I do see how certain white people who are already racist see this go down and that feeds into their bullshit. So I see that, but I don't necessarily like being told in this specific instance that my opinion doesn't matter, I guess. What do you think, girl? So I struggle with this because, you know, I did some, I've been very open and I, as I try to always be, be open to feedback from folks about their life experience, their perspective. It's one of the reasons I wanted to do a podcast because I feel like we can present things differently for the world to right. consider. And so, you know, I, I've been reading posts about it and there, and I certainly see the role of someone's history in whether we're talking something that's offensive, aggressive, or defensive, like we have, everybody has defense mechanisms because of the life that they've lived. And so from that perspective, I understand the, and I shouldn't say that I understand it like clearly or, or whatever, but I can accept that someone's actions are informed by their history and the things they've experienced and the things that they've done and the community they grew up in and, and, and all of that, the cultural backgrounds and, and such. However, that is not, and, and this is what some I have read in terms of when they start talking about race, that somehow it's acceptable behavior or it, it can be used as an excuse. Listen, somebody cut me off. Was that wrong? Cut Did you I, off on the road, girl? Yeah. I mean, they cut me off. I had to slam on my brakes and I almost got rear-ended by the car behind me because of the dude who couldn't wait for the red light. You know what? If I would rear-end his car and cause damage to his car or worse yet, at the red light, pull up on him and start opening fire, I, and I would never would because I don't own a gun. fire, girl. Oh, yeah. Bust a cap. I'm not looking to do that. Okay? I don't own a gun and I'm not interested in owning a gun. I hate guns. But I deserve whatever punishment is coming toward me because I acted out of A, rage and emotion, and B, there was no self-defense in that moment. There is no self-defense in this moment. I will accept contributing factors all day. Right. And that, for me... We can talk about the race, the, the race element in that way. It can be in a, it can be a contributing factor, right. but it is not excusable and it is not acceptable right. I to just, lay hands on anyone. Right. Especially over a joke, whether it is in good taste or bad taste. I just don't get it. Well, a couple of things before we go off of this. I want it to be known that this is the, not the first time that Will Smith has done this. In 2012, at a premiere for Men in Black 3, there was a reporter on the red carpet who, after they were finished with their interview, went to like kiss him on his cheek. Now, I don't know. Maybe this was like a European person and that seems more normal. Or if it was someone being out of hand. I mean, it is out of hand to do that to a stranger. But he smacked him. He also... On, Sounds homophobic. Also on Arsenio Hall's show, there was a clip that came out online where he made fun of a cameraman who had alopecia. So let's put that out there. Two things that I want to end with on my end. First is Wanda Sykes. So I have a clip. Um, I have to ask, uh, if, if you want, we can talk about it. But hosting, first of all, Again, I want to say how great a job that you did, Amy did, Regina did. I want to say because I'm, um, I'm very proud of them, both of them. Yeah, y'all should be proud. It's a big deal. It's a bucket list when you get to host the Oscars, and for something to happen like what happened with Will and Chris, it it takes away from so many things. It, it took away from Questlove's win on the documentary. It took away from the Williams family. It took away. We should say he has apologized. But, and I just was like, what, what is, is this really happening? And, and then someone showed me on a video, it was like, yeah, he, he smacked Chris. And I just felt so awful for my, my friend, you know, Chris. And, uh, and, and it was, it was sickening. It was absolutely, I physically felt ill and I'm still a little traumatized me by too. it. Me too, me um, too. Yeah, because it, it, 
for, and for them to let him stay in that room and enjoy the rest of the show and accept his award, I was like, how gross is this? This is just the wrong message, you know? Like, you assault somebody, you get escorted out the building, and that's it, you know? Uh, uh, but, but for them to let him continue, I thought, I thought it was, was gross. Yeah, I yeah. think and watching- Plus, I wanted to be able to run out, you know, after he won and say, uh, unfortunately, Will couldn't be here tonight. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. So I think that said a lot of things. A lot of things. Now, I agree with everything that was said. Now, it has come out. He was asked to leave by the Academy, and he refused. Right. Now, when I say Chris, when I I say he refused, it was not Chris Rock. Right. Will Smith refused to leave. Now, I'm going to, if you will allow it, Again, I feel like this is a very sticky subject, and I do hear my uh, friends from all communities uh, with their wishes on who should talk about what, um, and I I will respect that. But Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, who you know is known for being a basketball player, but but he's since gone on to become a scholar, and I mean he he's very smart man, all over the place. He wrote an op-ed, and I figure... Not an op-ed, girl. Oh, yes. I won't read it all. (laughs) And it's very important. Um, So I might send you the link to put it in the show notes. Okay. But I will read the, the top of it. Please remind that these are not my words. Okay. Quote, When Will Smith stormed onto the Oscar stage to strike Chris Rock for making a joke about his wife's short hair, he did a lot more damage than just to Chris Rock's face. With a single petulant blow, he advocated violence, diminished women, insulted the entertainment industry, and perpetuated stereotypes about the entire black community. That's a lot to unpack, so let's start with the facts. Rock made a reference to Smith's wife's hair as looking like Demi Moore in G.I. Jane, in which she shaved her head. Jada Pinkett suffers from alopecia, which causes hair loss. Okay, I can see where the Smiths might not have found that joke funny, but Hollywood award shows are traditionally a venue where much worse things have been said about celebrities as a means of downplaying the fact that it's basically a gathering of multimillionaires giving each other awards to boost business so they can make even more money. Some have romanticized Smith's actions as that of a loving husband defending his wife. Comedian Tiffany Haddish, who starred in the movie Girls Trip, claimed, for me, it was the most beautiful thing I have ever seen because it made me believe that there are still men out there that love and care about their women. Actually, it was the opposite. Smith's slap was also a slap to the face of women. If Rock had physically attacked Pinkett Smith, Smith's intervention would have been welcome. Or if he had remained in his seat and yelled his post-slap threat, that would have been unnecessary, but understandable. But by hitting Rock, he announced that his wife was incapable of defending herself against words. This patronizing paternal attitude infantilizes women and reduces them to helpless damsels needing a big strong man to defend their honor lest they swoon from the vapors. If he was really doing it for his wife and not his own need to prove himself, he might have thought about the negative attention that this brought on them, much harsher than the benign joke. That would have been truly defending and respecting her. This, quote, women need men to defend them is the same justification currently being proclaimed by conservatives passing laws to restrict abortion and the LGBTQ community. I have to say I agree more with the Kareem Abdul-Jabbar's of the world than the people who, than the Tiffany Haddish's. An act of violence was committed. Right. That is non-negotiable. It's fact. I want to close my part up, specifically the slap scene across the world. What I personally believe is we've also started showing 
people that it is okay for us to violently react right. and lose control of our emotions and senses. We have resorted to this thing where we, we just fight and we, we start hurting other people physically right? because we don't know how to have a disagreement without getting violent. Yeah. And that is a problem this country needs to deal with. I don't care what your race is or the color of your skin. To close it out for me, I'll tell you this. If I was in Chris Rock's shoes and I was there and I saw him walking towards me, do you know what I would say, girl? This is not sweetie, okay? <laughs> I love that. People calling for the rev- the revocation of the award. No. That's garbage. That's complete garbage. That's they should trash. never take away his Oscar. No. Now, what they should do is not invite his ass next year to present Best Actress. He should not be coming back. He should not be back at a ceremony for a while. So, to, uh, to close this out, girl, about the Oscars. Yeah. Your favorite moment, girl? <sighs> My favorite moment was at the end when we had... <laughs> Best Picture Presenters. Lady Gaga came out with the one, the only, Liza Minnelli. Who is an EGOT? On the 50th anniversary of her Best Actress win. For? For Cabaret Girl. Who? Sally Bowles. Yes. Now, I will tell you this. I was shocked because I follow Liza on social media, and she'll do posts every now and then where she does a little singing from her piano at home, and she... Appears to be fine. She appeared very frail and confused. Now, it was late. It was late for her. But the way she cared for oh. Liza Minnelli, the respect that she showed for the legend that she is. So when Liza was getting a little flustered and Lady Gaga leaned down and the mics caught it and she said, I got you. And Liza goes, I know. I have watched it a hundred thousand times. Now, do you know what Jeffrey said? I said to Jeffrey, I said, Lady Gaga is so amazing with these older performers who are going with problems. Like she, look what she did with Tony through his dementia. Mm -hmm. And then this beautiful moment with Liza. And he was like, yeah, she's either really good with them or she's a sea witch who's sucking all of their talent out of them as they're about to die. So (laughs) think about that. Maybe she's getting close to him to wring out their last bits of talent. So you're talking put about a herself. human Ursula. She might be. You know what? I think we're going to contemplate that as we go to break. Think as about it, folks. Think, think about it, folks. And when we come back, we're going we're, we're gonna to delve right into it. And it's going to be a nice shorty. We'll be right back. Kids, it's time for trash talk. Now, if you're just joining us, yeah. trash talk is our segment where we're going to talk trash. <laughs> it's the only segment where we allow ourselves a moment to talk a little trash. Right. Now, we didn't just do that for 50 minutes straight in that midsection right whatever it's one of you our longest hear, midsections yeah. ever whatever you hear the original was 50 minutes just on this lap <laughs> now girl it was on the whole oscars so linda has cut that down for you so you don't have to hear it all but you missed some of the tea so we'll have to start a patreon okay the viewers see it <laughs> <laughs> well girl so we talked about it very briefly here on the podcast. One governor who, frankly, is thought to be eyeing a little trip to be going he's to the trying. White House. He thinks he's he, he's got a shot at taking the White House. So it's none other than Florida Governor Ron DeSantis, uh, who officially signed House Bill 1557, Parental Rights in Education, also known as the Don't Say Gay Bill. Now, yep. did you hear how he trotted it out, girl? What did What did she do? Well, what he decided to do and thought it was appropriate to do it up at the classical preparatory school in Spring Hill, Florida, surrounding himself with children in grades one through three for the actual signing. Okay? So he started talking about Hey, I've got some kindergartners here, first graders. 
Oh, no. About how he was signing a bill, which is the Parental Rights in Education Act, into law, ensuring that parents can send their kids to kindergarten without gender ideology being injected to instruction, and they will be notified and have the right to decline health care services offered at the school. During his speech, he talked about sexualizing children. Now, mind you, again, we're, the people on stage with him are kindergartners, first graders, second graders, and third graders that we're supposed to be protecting. He uses the word gay three times, which is now illegal, okay? And he talks about sexualizing children. But you know what? He's doing it to save the children, protecting right. those kids. But he just, oh. using his photo op girl at the school... Went ahead and did it and broke the law. So maybe he'll be going to jail over saying gay girl. Well, I don't know about all that, but he's going to get fined. Oh, pay a coin. That's He should be paying his own damn coin. If you put it into law, pay up. That's right. I mean, this is garbage. That bill is trash. And so they, they say nowhere in there does it say that it's secondary. It is you cannot say the word gay or LGBTQ or gender identity. You can't talk about any of that. With elementary school children. It's specifically in there. However, parents have the right to decide what is appropriate for their child. Right. All the way through high school. So you know what? Your parents start thinking you're a little gay. Not a lot gay. Just Just a little. little. Yep. They might just say, you know what? I don't want them exposed to any more because I don't get any thoughts, any ideas in that head. So you know what? No, he can't sit in health class when they start talking about gay and straight. No, you're going to have to get up and leave. Right. Like, and you won't be answering that test question. Right. Girl, it's trash, and it's... Now, how? Do, what do you think about him doing it at the school? I do think it's funny that he did it at the school, and then he said gay like five times. I think that is funny, and I think he should have to pay whatever the fine is. Yeah. I want to see that bill, and I want to know that it's been collected. Right. Okay. What garbage. Now, I have a gay story, too. Oh, you gay... Never. I know. It's the first time I've ever even heard of gayness. Now, okay, But don't say it to the kids. Right. Now, this is a drama Ooh. that happened on a cruise liner. P&O Cruises. Okay? P- P-N-O? And I have a receipt video for this. Now, I, I'm going to give you the background, then I'm going to play the video, and then we're going to talk about what happened after, and then I need your thoughts. So, there was a British man, Louis Meehan, 27 years old from England. Hey, now, Lewis girl. Mm, now he was he was a uh, passenger on the PO cruise, and he had spent his evening watching a soccer match in the lounge. Oh, and as so, you do on a ship, right? So he returned to his cabin and decided to go ahead and order a pizza. Now it was early in the morning, so he ordered a pizza. So he'd been partying. He was drunk. Right, for the room service. So a crew member showed up to the door to deliver the pizza. Now, when he answered the door, he was just wearing his boxer shorts. And he said he was a little bemused when the male crew member from the ship complimented him on having a nice body. Now, he gave an interview. Bemused. Bemused. That is the word from my receipt. So he was a little taken back that a male crew worker told him that he had a nice body. So a short while later, the crew member telephoned his room and said he needed to return to collect the payment for the pizza because he didn't. So he said he was suspicious about this. So he went ahead and set his phone up to record what would happen. So here is what happened. Uh, I just wanted to ask you something. Yeah. If you don't mind. But oh. I hope you don't complain about it. No, sir. Uh, are you sure? Yes. Okay. Oh, I just wanted to ask you something. No, 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 yeah, I'm just joking. Are you sure? Yeah. I just wanted to ask something. No, it's okay. No, no, I'm sorry. Anyone? No, honestly, I'm just honestly. No, no, no. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not left, I'm not No, 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 it's not what I mean to. It's not what I mean to. Yeah? Yeah. But do you think of being No, I won't complain, I won't complain. Okay? No, you're all good. No, no, it's fine. Thank you. 
Okay. Solicitation. That's salacious. So, salacious. If you missed any of that, he goes to the door and the guy says, I would like to ask you something. Are you, are you straight? Are you gay? And the guy says, no, I'm straight. And the crew member says, well, are you sure? And he says, yes, I am. And then the crew member says, well, please don't complain about this. I'm very sorry. And he leaves. Now, and the guy responds that he's not going to complain about it. Well, he did complain about it, which got that crew member fired immediately at the next stop. And he then sued the cruise line and got a $10,000 payment for distress. Now, here's my thing. In the video, which is supposed to happen after he already ate the pizza, now he's saying that he was confused why the guy was calling him back. He still goes to the door with just his underwear on, with his phone set up in the room, and the guy asks him, you know, I have a problem with this. I knew you would. I have a problem with the man, the straight man. Uh Uh-huh. Because here's the thing. The guy did not assault him in any way. He asked him a question. He did ask him twice. And I can see why he might ask him twice. Because the guy showed up half naked twice to the door. And then when he said, no, I am not. I'm not gay. I'm straight. The guy apologized and said, please don't complain. And the guy said, okay. And he then did complain, got the guy fired, and sued the cruise ship for $10,000. Why'd you set up your phone? Why did you go to the door in your underwear two times? What are your, what are your thoughts, girl? Because this one got me a little turnt. Oh, yeah. I've got some thoughts. Okay. So the first thing, A, you showed up in, yeah, at the door, you ordered pizza, and you stood there in your underwear. Right. Okay. Which there's now, nothing I, inherently wrong with that. No, but I'm, I'm going to ask you a question. Okay. If a straight dude is delivering you a pizza and a bitch answers the door in her bra and underwear. Right. Do you think that sends a message that could be misconstrued? I... I 100% believe that the gay crew member thought when the man showed up to the door in his underwear that maybe he had a chance for some fun. I think, I listen, I'm not trying to shame anybody. I want to be clear because I know that what I just said could be taken a certain type of way. Right. That's not what I'm saying. No. I'm, I, I'm not saying that the man did anything wrong, but it warrants a question. I mean, if you thought that could. My thing is, why did he set up his phone? Okay, I I saw that video. That man was not in distress. Not in distress at all. Okay, so he was laughing. And people react to stress differently, and I get that. But he was calm. Right. He was cool. He he didn't even tell the guy, get out. Right. Never once. No. Here's the thing. If you were concerned that you were being hit on by someone that you did not want advances from, why would you set up your phone and then go to the door again? This is after you've eaten the pizza in your underwear. That you didn't get charged for. Right. My, my thing is, if he didn't get the guy fired and sue, he did nothing wrong, right? He went to the door, he's straight, and he said, no, Even if no he problems. reported the guy and said, this was, I just want you to know that this was what was happening. It is a worker solicitating a passenger. That's a little questionable. I get that. Right. He didn't. But I can't I, think of a world he where all but he all but came out and said, "Let me suck your dick." Right. Like he as he had to repeat himself several times that he was straight. He had to repeat it. That's questionable. Right. I, in, in fairness, that's questionable. I th- I like. I don't necessarily blame him for reporting. I don't. I even if he did say he wasn't going. The, I guess the, I the, don't understand. I guess I can understand that. But again, I, I'm putting myself in his shoes. If a woman did that to me, right? I'm gay, so I wouldn't be interested. And she did exactly... You're gay? I, it's breaking news. <laughs> but uh, if a woman did exactly what that man did, I wouldn't report it. But what I think is trash is suing the cruise line. Yeah. P-N-O cruises. Wait, that's P-N-O what. P-N-O yeah, cruises. That's what the phone video says to me. Oh, this guy just wanted to sue them. Right. He wanted the coin. It was so manipulative. I, I actually think this guy's trash. Oh, I think he's trash too. I think he's very manipulative. <laughs> What's your recommendation, girl? <laughs> well, girl, this week. This is a first. You use birth control finally? No. Oh, girl. okay. She's going to get pregnant. 
<laughs> no. Um, this is a paint to trash first, and I'm I'm bringing you an app today. Oh, okay. an app. Oh. Yeah. It is an app that I used for a while, for a couple of years, actually, and I used it religiously almost daily. But I kind of stopped using it, girl, because it's because of coin. They've been, they they have left the content on this app that you don't have to pay for. I mean, a oh. lot of it you do, but there's some quality that you can use that you don't have to pay for. That okay. you can get in the free version, and it helps so much. With some of my ailments, whether it's anxiety, because sometimes I do suffer from a little anxiety, uh, and it, it, it does, so I find it very soothing and helpful, um, and it is called Calm. Oh, girl, yes. I live for the Calm app. I fell asleep the other night. I turned on the rain. Yeah. Let it play all fucking night. Right. And I slept right. Now, I have tried Calm before, too, the free content. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. And I listened to a guided meditation slash story read by a famous person that I can't remember. Probably Matthew McConaughey. No, it wasn't him, but it was a male star. Oh, but oh. yeah, I haven't digged too deep into those. Was that content. Will Smith girl? Can't <laughs> <Okay. laughs> How dare you? How dare you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not sweetie, okay. <laughs> So, so I can get Calm for free. Yeah, you can do Calm for free. It's available in the iTunes store and on the Google Play store. Okay, cute. Well, I might have to dive into it again. Now, girl, I have something different, too. I knew you would. What do you got for us, girl? I have a book. Now, we've done books on this podcast I know. a couple times. Now, what? is this by from Amorosa Manigold Stalwart? <laughs> no. She now, got a girl, new book. I read this book in three days. Get out. So it's 10 pages. It's like a pamphlet. It's a 400 page book. Now, Get I purchased with my own coin. She spent a coin for a book. The audiobook, which was 14 hours long. Okay. Now, to be clear, you didn't read nothing. Right. You listened. listened. Yeah. It was an audio. It is narrated by the author, and it is a new memoir. Now, we. Ooh. Now, you know what that reminds me of? What? Eartha Kitt. Girl, you are going to want to read this book immediately. I'm actually shocked that you didn't pre-order it. Is it Mary Trump? Does she have another it book is out? Because she was going to start on the second one. It is called I Was Better Last Night, autobiography of one Harvey Firestein. Girl, I heard about it. I heard it's a hefty book. Girl, I, okay. I've, of course, always loved Harvey. Right? Of course, from I way back in the day. I did not realize how many fucking Tonys he'd won. Girl, she's won to- she is one of two people to win Tonys for multiple Tonys for acting. She has two. Writing, she has two. Writing of book, she has two. Writing of music, she has two. And being a producer, she has two. Yeah. Girl, the book is every, for a Broadway, because you were more Broadway than me. Oh, yeah. For a Broadway aficionado, this book is a can't miss. Uh, well, and you know I love his voice. It's great. Oh yeah, aficionado. So I loved listening to him read it. He's funny as fuck. Uh huh. Oh my god, he's goes hilarious. Through, it goes through the AIDS crisis. Yeah, yeah. Uh, which he survived through all the way through the pandemic. I mean, the last chapter. Do you know that right before COVID? He wrote and starred in a one-man show, Bella Bella, about Bella Absath, who was like the first female senator. And it was a show he wrote where he plays her in drag, and the whole thing takes place while she's sitting on the toilet, and it's a one-woman show. And it was receiving rave reviews and headed to Broadway, and then the pandemic happened, and we still haven't had it yet. The whole thing's over now. I love it. girl? Yeah. Yeah, It's over. (laughs) To prove it, I don't have to wear a mask to work tomorrow. I still have to wear a mask at work. But you got to read this book. You'll eat it up. Oh, yeah. I definitely will. I might even have to download it tonight. Get the I'm audio book. I'm going on a trip. Get the audio book. 10 hours. 11. So, yeah. You won't even be able to finish the book. Okay. But I, and I think Scott H. would like it, too. Oh, yeah. Because it's all gay. It's but all a, gay history. But you know I'm going to sleep till 7 o'clock in the morning in the car. Yeah. Okay. 
Well, well kids, if what you need to joy. get in contact with us, you know how. Visit us at paintedtrashpodcast.com, Facebook, Painted Trash Podcast, Twitter and Instagram, Painted Trash Pod, or send us an email, paintedtrashpodcast at gmail.com. That's right, girl. Now, not to the Bell South, even though we touted it earlier. Also, you should follow us or like us and hit that subscribe button right on the Apple Podcast app. Okay? Hit a follow and hit a like. Now, we did get a new review, girl. I'm ready, girl. I heard we did. Have you seen it? I haven't yet, but I'm going to need to I'm going to look it up. So this one comes to <laughs> comes to us with a 5-star yeah. rating quality content. Yep. is the title, and it says, This podcast is quality content, and this is not sweetie, okay? <laughs> Must listen. Trust me, I would know. Yeah. Okay? Now, that review was written by me. <laughs> because what I'll tell you right now is every week we ask everyone to write a review. Now, if I haven't written a review, how can I ask someone else to? That's that's fair. I, you know what? Maybe next week I'll write one. So I wrote a review on my own podcast because you bitches haven't yet. Yeah. Right. So get on over there so Casey doesn't have to keep doing his own shit. (laughs) Well, kids, we are so grateful that you chose to spend this hour with us. And thank you for listening. It's going to be a week. Let's let's be honest. It's going to be a week. Because I know I've got a lot of trash coming up. Okay? But with that said, we're hoping to make it a little bit brighter for you. Okay? We'll (laughs) be back next week with all new quality content. content. And remember, as you go through your week... If you're going to talk trash, you better paint it. Have a fun week and listen to this theme song. Yeah.